welcome back to the latest edition of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast, and the ongoing series of uh, short episodes around working from home in uh, in these very strange times during the coronavirus pandemic. Um, so this is the tenth episode in this particular short series, and strangely enough, this is also the one hundredth episode of this particular podcast. So. Um, yeah, lots of landmarks going on and hopefully hopefully the next quick landmark will be when we start to get back to some form of normal workforce um, situation going forward. So for this particular episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the love and hate relationship that a number of people are probably developing now around working from home. Um, the, the love for certain sites and certain opportunities that it brings and the hate as far as some of the other things that come with it and uh, some of the concerns. So I'll start off with some of the some of the things some of the things to like, maybe maybe love might be a bit strong, but some of the things to like about about working from home. The first one, probably the one most people would experience most immediately, but can also be a bit challenging, is around around the freedom and um, that you that you can experience around having some flexibility and for a lot of people who've spent their entire lives in a nine to five and I use that term as a as a generic in terms of nine to five but in a standard working environment where they go to an office of some description and they work on someone else's schedule having the opportunity to not be quite so constrained around that potentially having the opportunity to to work from other locations, to work sitting in your garden maybe or work sitting on your balcony or wherever wherever you may be able to access during these uh, during the pandemic times um, can be very, very freeing and can actually allow people a bit of that freedom to work at times that suit your mental processes can be very useful. Similarly, the opportunity to, to work in different environments can, for some people who are in, in more creative roles perhaps, can, uh, can allow them to be more creative with their thought processes. So there's some, there's some, big, some big opportunities and bonuses in there. It, the second one in here, of course, which sits alongside that one, is it gives you the opportunity to, to balance your job alongside caring for your family and caring for your friends a little bit more maybe than your day job would normally allow it gives you the opportunity to you know to to spend an hour on a morning with your kids if you've got them rather than scooting off to work tends you tend allows you time maybe to spend a bit of time talking with your parents or if they if you're living in the same place or able to go and spend some time actually with them allows you some time to do that spending more time with your partner, spending more time with other people. Um, and it gives you that flexibility to be able to do some of those things which which may be outside of a lot of our normal sort of working experience. Third one can be you've got a big bunch of time in your life handed back to you. Um, you know, even a short commute for a lot of people would be 10, 15 or 20 minutes. Other people will regularly have a commute upwards of an hour or an hour plus each way to and from work that's time that's time where you may spend it reading or you may spend it listening to something or you may spend it staring out of the bus window or the train window or whatever but it's time that you can't choose to use how you wish um, and you've suddenly got that big bunch of time back which is which can be very can give you a lot more flexibility around your day. You can spend some time exercising. You can spend some time doing the things I talked about in the earlier point. Spend some of that time with your family and with your friends. 
working from home can be more inclusive and that there's a big stress on the can on there um you know for some people who haven't who've maybe struggled to have the ability to have a regular full-time job uh, because of other commitments outside of work whether that's looking after family whether that's um, because of their own disabilities or their own uh, challenges that they may have in terms of traveling to and from work um, they are able to get a lot more access so there is a there is a sense of equity coming in in some instances in there now i guess only time will tell in terms of how that plays out but if we find ourselves in this situation for an extended period and organizations start to recruit they may find it and people with who would may otherwise find it challenging to apply and to uh, to take on some of these jobs may suddenly hear themselves be able to apply and the other side is the companies may be more interested in considering them for roles where where previously they may have discounted them for for various reasons around that accessibility um, and then I mean, the fifth point that I'd make on here which but is probably not as applicable in the current one is for those who under normal times have that opportunity not to have to work in an office there's a chance to travel while still earning a living now i won't spend any more time on that under covid19 because we're all under some form of travel restriction but but there is that opportunity in there and if this if these opportunities spin out beyond the end of the pandemic and people are able to travel then it may well be that people can continue this sort of external working situation and um, and experience some of that now those are some of the good things the bad things in no particular order it can become very isolating you know, for some people their their social life is their work life that their, their time spent with their work colleagues is a large part of what gives them that social sense of belonging when suddenly you find yourself separated from those work colleagues that can be very very challenging for a lot of people and it can find they can find themselves very very isolated so there there are there are some real challenges there that need to be recognized and people need to be supported through there are a lot more distractions you know our homes are set up for our leisure locations they're full of books they're full of they've got TVs they've got music they've got games they've got all sorts of things that can be a distraction that can pull you away from your from your work um, and and do it in ways that may mean that you're you start to find yourself spending more time doing that than actually doing the job that you've got so you need to be very careful around that side of things and that can be something to dislike for some if they're if they're easily distracted the other side of the ability to spend time with family and friends is it can be very hard to balance you know, for most of us who've had regular city-based or office-based day jobs you go to work you're at work you don't have the challenges or as many of the challenges of having a family around you you don't have to look after again your kids you don't have to do your kids education because that's taken care of by someone else uh, external support ex- support for external family members you do outside of work hours so if they if but if they're there and they're right in front of you all the time then you've got to help help to support them in that case in that sense so that can be a challenging one um in the technical work side of things it can be very hard to maintain a sense of workflow you know we rely so much on those little two second 10 second 30 second conversations with colleagues that when we're working co-located when those 
uh, when those conversations can't happen, when you can't just look up or look across to somebody and say, hey, what do you think about X, Y, Z? It can start to impede your workflow in ways that you wouldn't normally think about simply because it happens so organically. It's not something that you actually factor into when you consider how your workflow flows. So it can start to slow down a few tasks if you, and it can start to make a lot of time on the telephone for those sorts of conversations. For managers, it can be hard, particularly for managers who've not had many personnel work remote from them in the past. It can be hard to maintain that sense of trust in their people, to maintain and to understand that their people are doing the work that's expected of them. And it can be hard then to just to just to give that sense of trust to people. And that's a real challenge for the managers to, to manage within themselves to make sure they don't turn into micromanagers and that they let people demonstrate that they can be trusted to do the work that's been allocated to them. Um, and then, of course, if pe- as long as people do do that, then the managers should find it relatively hard. But, of course, the managers themselves also have to find different ways to control and oversee and and just govern the workflow that happens uh, across through, through the personnel that report into them. And then the last one on these is staff themselves. We we can find it hard to remain visible. Um, you know, if if you're used to working in a way where your manager can see you and you can be you are visible and, and to your manager and to your colleagues, that people know that you're there, that people think about you when they're allocating tasks, that sense of invisibility, if you like, that sense of displacement can be challenging for a lot of people and I think is possibly one of the reasons why we're seeing an upsurge in the number of meetings. Now, what what I believe is happening here is a lot of meetings are happening now digitally that would never have happened at all previously. So it's not a case that, that a meeting has moved from a face-to-face meeting to an online meeting. It's a case that a new meeting has been, com- have been created in that online space simply to give people that sense of visibility. Um, and I think that's that's going to be a challenge that we need to try and balance going forwards because after a while you will find that your entire workday will be getting consumed by meetings that are really just there so that people can see other people. Um, and that's going to be something where where the workforce in itself is going to have to work out other ways to do things. So really there are lots and lots of considerations positives and negatives through all of this things to love and things to hate um clearly i've not caught all of them there but i maybe i would hope i've touched on a few of the major ones i'd really like to hear from anybody that's got any additions to add to the list either on the loves or the hates it's uh, it's a case i think where everybody will find their own landing ground in this space and uh, and hopefully hopefully we'll find that we settle into it and that we are able to remain sane, productive, healthy people going forwards until such time as we can return to being able to have to get back to some face-to-face and uh, and some office-based work which may run alongside of um, an extended work-from-home sort of regime that, that starts to taper out. So hopefully everyone's taking care of themselves. Hopefully everyone is uh, is in good good spirits. And um, look, I'll close with another public service announcement, as I've been doing for the last few episodes on here. I look forward to speaking to you in future episodes. Thank you. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. 
Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. 